Imagine that it is night time. You are all alone on an overlook that spans hundreds of miles. There you can not only see the land, but also gain a full appreciation of the universe above you. The stars, they shine bright tonight, almost too bright. You are alone, and yet you can never be alone ever again. The stars, the stars, they seem to be fading, and your vision with them. And with that, you remember exactly where you are. Hello and welcome to The Better Show Christmas Special. You are joined by Grandad and only Grandad. That's right, I'm doing a bit of a solo podcast, unfortunately. And it's, you know, it's, this, it's the time of the year. Everyone's a bit busy at the moment, which is fair enough. Everyone's got family shit going on and personal stuff, which is all good. But you will not be hearing the last from me. And I will be hopefully entertaining you guys for the next half an hour or so. We're going to go through a community written um, Christmas, oh, no, a community written story. And then we're going to go into my own little Christmas story as well. Um, but a couple, well, one thing I wanted to cover is um, a bit of a personal service message. And I know that we can't mention the company uh, for fear of their um, corporate uh, overlords and how they could destroy us in our sleep. But I will say this. Um, there is a pizza establishment, um, and it's, it's not quite a house, um, it's not a a garage, for the sake of, um, of argument, let's call it, uh, um, pizza conservatory, um, fuck them. Yeah, you know, we put, we put in an order, uh, apparently this happened before in the UK, where they've taken the money, and customer service is naff. And uh, yeah, so you, you just got to check yourselves, guys, before you go and use this uh, this establishment. Um, the restaurants are fine, but they're they're ordering over there. Um, their site's pretty naff. Um, so you know, hail hail Pomperenos, our, pop, our podcast god, and uh, be careful with your pizza. So we're going to start off this episode by doing a little bit of a read from this community written story. I was going to quickly go over who had submitted it. So um, I will put it in the comments because the name for the site is too complex for my little mind to be able to fathom. But um, August, Augusta, Augusta, Reeve, Reva, Reva, Reeve, um, spell A-U-G-U-S-T-A-R-E-V-E. And um, she requests that you, uh, it would be great if you guys could visit the blog and the Facebook page, and I'll try my best to put those links up on um, the show notes. So, let us begin. Hello? Can you hear me? Well, you're reading this, but you can hear me. I should be a voice in your head. Or maybe your voice reading this out loud. Whatever. I know you can hear me. Actually, it's super weird when you think about it. Sorry, a bit of a tangent there. We don't have time to think about it. Listen, I am so sorry that you've been dragged into this. But now you're involved. 
simply by having you read this. I'll explain everything, but you have to read fast. If it catches up with me, then I don't know what will happen to either of us. Then a series of zeros, ones, zero ones, and one zeros. I accidentally did something, and I'm trying to fix it. But now, it involves you as well. Sorry, just stay with me. I'm scared, and I don't know what else to do except keep writing, and hope that you reach the end before she does. If you don't believe me, then that's fine. But at least have the courtesy to listen to a poor fonts, please. I've been interested in writing since well forever, and I've been interested in video games and the internet for longer. I didn't think it would lead me here, though. We've all heard of those creatures that live within media. It's always funny how the media latches onto onto it, and they feed off each other in some kind of parasitic style. The creature being made strong enough to feed on the victims that the media reports on, which leads to more victims. It sounds ridiculous, and the plot of a Hollywood film, and that's all it is. Unfortunately, this is not a film. Technically, it's a book, my book. I'll try to stay focused, but this story is literally my stream of consciousness. It needs to keep going, or else something bad will happen, and we don't want that. I first found her on a normal, simple day of gaming and relaxing in my regular, non-spectacular house. See, the house isn't haunted, technically nothing is haunted, but she was inside something. I had been playing this game for so long, grinding to the top level, never daring to go to the final boss. It had a fucking alert on it that asked if you were sure you wanted to unleash it. Hell no! Are you unleashing that without being almost at the top level? Anyway, I got to where I felt I needed to be and decided to brave the boss. At this point, it seemed only right for me to progress forward. I decided to confirm the fight and click unlock the case. I'm still not sure what happened next, but I'll at least try to describe it. If anything, to cover more ground between us. When I pressed the button on the screen, it went black. It was normal. It was the start of a battle. It's just, it didn't return as quickly as it should have. It just stayed black and then code. Lines and lines of code erupted onto the screen. It was blinding against the black backlit screen. I couldn't look away, though. I just saw the numbers and it ingrained itself into my head. It was her. The ones and zeros, just ones and zeros, and then it was game over. No proper fight, just a game over sign on my character knocked out onto the ground. A series of zeros, ones, one zeros, and zero ones. The screen faded to the after death epilogue <clears throat> and continued as normal, except the chest with the boss was no longer there. It was just gone. It was weird. But who was I to question a glitch when I didn't even want to fight it in the first place? 
it just meant that I could move on. So that's what I did. I moved on, saved the game, and went to bed. I could still see the numbers behind my eyes though, as I laid under my covers, thinking about that screen. I could see a person in that endless stream of binary. I saw eyes in the coding, staring back at me, and I saw a grin, the most horrible grin, directed right at me. I could feel it in my chest, gripping each lung with a hand and caressing them. She wanted them. Have you ever felt fingers slip between your ribs? Just imagine them, cold and soft, stroking between each bone and running along a spongy surface, prodding and probing, as if checking their ripeness. That's what I was feeling, and with each shuddering breath, I could feel her nails pressing deeper into my organs. When the shrill screech of my alarm sounded, I gasped awake, thankful for being awoken from that nightmare. I could still feel those hands though. I could feel the pressure against my lungs with every gasp and cough. Sorry, just the memory of it makes me uncomfortable. I might not have a body anymore, but I could still feel it, like a fan like phantom limb. I still feel everything. Sorry, back to the topic. I carried on as normal, but it never fully left my mind. I felt those lines behind my eyes. I saw them everywhere. Zeros, ones, one zero, and zero ones. It happened again and again, every night. Every time I closed my eyes, the code came closer with that same grin, and I felt her nails graze over my skin. They continued to slip inside me and explore my insides, each muscular or fleshy organ was exactly as she wanted it, healthy and functioning. Hey, <laughs> this got dark. You know what's fun? If you scroll down quick enough, you'll be able to see me typing, but only if you're super quick. Just kidding. I've hopefully written far enough so she won't be able to get me. Hopefully. Back to the issue at hand. It was happening too much for me to be able to ignore it, so I did some research. Google is, an, Google is amazing these days. You could really find anything on there. Even me. I'm assuming that's how you found me. Maybe. What do I know? I'm just a font. Anyway, I did the research and it turns out that this happened to others as well. That they saw something they shouldn't have and it wanted them. It wanted a host. I think that's what the, I think that's what it was. She didn't so much as want to eat us, but these things wanted to be us. Or maybe just needed to download themselves into a body. There were conflicting reports and accounts. It was hard to get anything from them. I found the solution though. It wasn't pretty and it wasn't ideal. If I didn't do something though, then my family might be at risk. The coding worked like an infection. With the code, you, you, uh, you go on to kill your family. Some said that you send chemical, or sorry, some, <laughs> some say that you send uh, chainmail letters infecting people across the world. 
Others simply say they force only those close to you to see her and they just work themselves into society. Who knows what the real truth is? Do you really trust everything you read on the internet? It was a ritual of some kind, written by someone like me. Someone who is nothing but a font. I think they were a he? He refers to himself as that, so that's what I'll go with. He said that you offered yourself to a source of information via an alternative code, then you can become like them. It didn't sound appealing, but you uh, became a code yourself. You could trap them, so long as you stay ahead of them, then they wouldn't be able to hurt anyone else. It sounded beyond ridiculous, I know, but I was exhausted. I, could even, I couldn't even blink without feeling her there. I couldn't think. I couldn't. Whoa. I'm sorry. I didn't know what... Ha I don't know what happened there. Um, sorry, I'll get back to my story. Sorry. I couldn't focus on anything. I was lost. What else was I meant to do? If I told someone, they'd tell me it's all in my head. Fucking yeah, it's in my head. That's the issue. Still, I did try to continue life as normal. I promise I did. She got more aggressive though. She kept coming back. It was awful to feel her crawl her way under my skin. I could almost feel her in my arteries. Occasionally, there was a shift in my pulse, a little extra pressure where there shouldn't be. It hurt. Sometimes I blacked out for hours on end and I would panic about what happened. I had no choice. So I decided to finally do something about it. If I failed, then at least it would end for me. I didn't write a suicide note, although maybe this is my note, and I didn't tell anyone my plan. It wouldn't be fair to let anyone else know what I was planning, at least not until I knew it worked. That's why you're involved now. That's why you're reading this. I set up the pieces that I needed, a knife, laptop, and the code written on the website. With a shuddering breath I began and I started speaking the words. Once I was done, I was crying, and more scared than, I, than I'd ever been. But I took the knife and swiped across my arm before I could hesitate. I remembered my breath catching as I tried not to scream and my blood dropped onto the laptop each drop sinking into the keyboard. The screen went black, just like it did when I, when I released her. My arm was burning, and my tears kept flowing, but I could feel it. I could feel the ritual working, and it was such a weird sensation. It was as if my body was unravelling, and as I looked down I could see writing form on my skin. It was growing, and it wasn't just ones and zeros, it was different, it was working. I at least succeeded in not letting her have my body. As the letters and numbers and symbols deepened, more blood seeped out uh, of the markings and into the keyboard, almost like I was disintegrating into it. It didn't hurt though. There was no feeling as I quietly sobbed and watched in awe as my body crumbled and disappeared. I must have passed out at some point, and when I came to, I was here. 
I, it was dark, but not cold. I just saw a blinking light, a cursor waiting for me to begin typing, to begin talking. It was so lonely. I knew she was nearby, but I couldn't let her find me, and so I kept moving. In the computer you swim. You swim through the darkness and hope you find your way. What was that saying from that cute film about fish? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. That's, that was the motto for here. Just keep swimming, or accept my fate to becoming nothing but another meal for that coded bitch. It's not enough though. I've been here for so long. I hate this so much. I'm stuck here and I'm scared. And all I have are my thoughts. Have you ever felt trapped in your own mind? This is the same. I can't. I'm just so scared. But I have to do this. I have to beat her. I have to. For you, who I've gotten involved, and for everyone else who has seen her. Nemo, sorry. Just finding Nemo is the thing I was thinking about before. Alright, I can properly focus now that I remember that. Also, I'm sorry that it got so dark, it's tough, but I don't regret it. I've been talking a lot, lot about myself. What's the date where you are? What's the weather like? I miss the sun on my skin and the sound of crowded streets. If I get through the end of this story, can you take the computer outside? Or maybe, maybe you can download my code onto your phone. I won't interfere with anything. I just want to live outside of this, even if it's in someone's pocket. Lots of zeros, lots of ones, zero ones, and one zeros. Think about it, please. Alright, you're probably wondering what I meant by ending the story. Well, the ending of this is to get so far away from her that the connection breaks. How far that is, I'm not sure. I think I can feel the pool breaking though. I can no longer feel her hold on me. I'll keep going, just to be sure. We can get through this, so let's keep going. What else can I describe here? I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. The digital world is surprisingly bland. As I said, it's dark with no directions anywhere, but sometimes there's a glimpse of light, a glimpse of outside world, I think. Seeing as you're not the first to come close to me, you are the first person to really find me though. Thank you so much for that. You've given me a chance to live, I'm so grateful. If you need me to do something, anything for you, then I'll do it. Once I'm free from her grip, I'll be the perfect digital assistant, if that's what you need me to be. Actually, I think we're far enough. I can just... I'll just close my eyes and stop typing for a moment. If she's here, I'll be able to feel her in this, in this font. Wish me luck. Oh god, oh, oh no, I'm sorry. She's gotten in front of me and... I'm sorry, I'm so so sorry. It's why I couldn't feel her before. She went past me. Shit. Don't finish this story, please. She's there. She's waiting for me. Don't read on. Please, whatever you do, don't scroll down. Why didn't you listen to me? Lots of zeros. Lots of ones. Zero ones. And one zeros. Wow, I've got to say, that's... Although definitely the longest story that we've ever read out on Better Show, 
definitely one of the most interesting, thought-provoking ones. Very kind of Black Mirror-esque. So, yeah, a fantastic story. Thank you so very much for sending it in. And if you have any more for us, not just yourself, but also for the members of the community out there that would like to get involved, please do send them in. We accept story submissions through our Facebook page as well, which, of course, we plug at the end of every single episode. So stay tuned for that. Actually, let's do a plug now, because I feel like um, with this story, it kind of wraps up the episode in itself. So we don't necessarily need to do our regular plug. Um, so if you want to find us on our Facebook page, you can find us at Better Show, which is spelled B-E-T-T-A show. And um, you can also find us on our Instagram page, which is The Better Show, but with those weird space underscore things making up the spaces. Now we're going to go on to our Christmas story, which I wrote. Um, <laughs> um, so bear with. Um, yes, it will get dark, but I don't think in, um, it was going to be a story I would write if it wasn't going to do that. So we will begin. Once I take a drink. <laughs> okay. Seasons greetings, one and all. May your trees stand forever tall. Christmas time is here once more for all of us, rich and poor. May the sky turn thick with snow and may the chill winds blow. A warm house is what we all crave, spending time with my family and Dave. Watching the kids play with their toys, a home filled with happy girls and boys. We would have a meal with rich turkey that was quite a steal. Laugh, drunk, and be merry. And blast through the bottle of sherry. Stockings filled to the top, packed with toys of cans and fizzy pop. That's my idea of a good day. That's why I look forward to it from the 1st of May. Used to. Used to. The year was 2019. I will never forget it. My father and mother came round. With a chime at the doorbell, it did sound. Though it was not a happy sight, Grandma had taken a fall and given us all quite a fright. We laid her on the bed. And as her pain was just too great, she let out a final wheeze of breath and then fell dead. We all sat quiet as the grave, as we all sat in the lounge drinking, crying and hugging Dave. I left to check the stove, last thing we needed were the vegetables turning mauve. Silence did fall in the house, and it was quiet, quiet as a mouse. A sting of fear in the back of my neck before I started shaking like a wreck. I looked towards the lounge door and there were pools of crimson blood forming on the floor. I crept ever, uh, crept forward ever so slow as the gradual wind did start to blow. And I looked, and as I looked, I turned away disgusted and shocked. My younger son laid ever so still upon the open fire as the scent of his flesh did start to fill. A room of nothing but loss and pain, as I saw the same face again and again upon all my kids and dear old Dave, his body just like the others as silent as the grave. And there, in amongst it all, stood my father, menacing and tall. He saw me but did not attack. He instead took a seat and leant back. And then I saw it was not 
just the axe that he held in his hand, but his throbbing member so long and grand. And just like that, all was better, truth be told, I'd never been wetter. And as I slipped my clothes off one at a time, and took his throbbing beast in my hand, knowing that everything would be just fine. A Christmas to remember, that is for sure, as his massive, thick, icing white load hit my shaking naked body and the floor. And all I wanted was more. So, a happy season's greetings one and all. Whether you are happy, sad, tall or small, from all of us here at Better Show, may your love for Satan transform and grow, and once more, a very, very happy fucking Christmas.